Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, gang. Tom Hayes. And it's a beautiful afternoon. It's May 1st, May Day. And, uh... <laughs> oh, hey, hey, this is what? I don't know how to edit. I got you hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, Tom? How you doing? Good. I, you know, let me give a little introduction here. Uh, this is, again, another episode of Lunch and Laughs with the Boston comedian, Pat Napoli. And, Thank you. Uh, Today, yeah, today we were having a lot of discussions, and you know they started to germinate into uh, a beautiful uh, content for a, another lunch and comedy lunch and laughs with you because we got on a very sensitive subject, a couple of them, and the one that we just hit was other people eating your food. Yeah, like uh, it, it, it's one of those things that we don't like people. That, yeah, we're talking about a mutual friend that, that does that blue apron thing. And and they, they cook together. And I'm going, that's a bunch of bull. There's no way that a normal couple can go in the kitchen and cook and be happy together. That, that's nonsense. Because, oh, we cook and then we have sex after. No, you don't. That, that's a lie. There's no way. There, there's no way. you could. That's a commercial. That doesn't happen. People just go the the kitchen is a woman that's a, that's her house like we we there's a home it's not our it's not our house we get to live there we that's it that's the woman's house the kid's house you're just the guy you know you're just living there like my house there's no pictures of me in my house I got a room my little office that's anything but my family or anything on my that's it like that's my little shrine that's my area. You can put your pictures here. The, the, the rest of the house is the girlfriend, the family, their family, the, 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 every school pitch, everything, all over. The refrigerator, it, me, I get the little room, the little office, and that's my world. You know, that's it. You know, so it, we just live there. It's not our house. So how, how can you – and the kitchen is like, that's their thing. But everything goes to a certain place, and then we, we're going to go in there and cook together? That's not going to happen. I don't even know what the stuff. I can't even go in the free the fridge because she's got the thing on certain shelves. It has to be a certain thing. When she comes home, when she goes out, she goes, "You in the cupboard?" I put the paprika in the wrong spot, and it's a problem. It's like I'm living with a convict. She knows where all the stuff is. Like I don't understand this stuff. How am I gonna cook with this person? I, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, you know. So I. I and our friend is trying to tell us that you could cook, that you could buy blue egg, but it's cheaper than eating at the store. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I go, you can't get like a sprig of parsley and just, you can't get chicken and put something on it and, and make a side dish, a vegetable or something. You got to have somebody send it in the box <laughs> with a story. You can't, why, why? What, what's so hot about that? 
Bob, I'm telling you, we're doing this thing. We talked about this before. I'm going to go on film. Let's start a show. We're going to people's houses. I'm going to open your fridge, and I'm going to cook a beer. I'm going to grab whatever you have, and there's gonna, I'm going to put a meal in. I do it all the time. <laughs> all you need is like a chicken and a piece of beef and maybe a piece of fish. A, a, a potato. You always get potatoes. Always have potatoes in your house. Always have a bag of potatoes. Have potatoes, right? And then all you need is a, you got the you got the steak, you got the potato. What do you need? Buy canned vegetables. They're everywhere. Put them on your shelf. Just I got you know I got my own shelf for the canned vegetables. I can't go where the paprika is, but I can put the other shelf. You just that's all you do. Put a meal together. What do you need blue apron for? I don't understand. This. So paprika sounds like your seasoning of of choice. I love paprika. When I make uh, today, I had uh, I love uh, poached eggs with corned beef hash, and then I put when I when I cook my hash, then I, I get the, the poached eggs in the other pan, and I put them right on the dish. And it's funny, there's people they're intimidated by making poached eggs. You ever hear that before? Oh, I, I don't know how to do. Oh, I, that's hard. You got to put that in the water. Oh, no, they, they fall apart. It's very easy. You put you put the you put the thing. The water simmers like a little bit of bubbles. That's it. You break the egg in it. You leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't don't get the spatula. Play with it. Just leave it alone. When it forms into an egg, it's done. You put it on top of your hash. It's all done. I don't no. I don't get people. Yeah, my mother taught me that. Just let it simmer and medium heat. Not a lot of heat because too many bubbles. Your egg will fall apart. Just let it sit. Leave it alone. Do something else. And then you put it on. So I put the egg on top of the hash, and then I got the pap- salt, pepper, and paprika. Remember when you, in the old days you saw a diner they used to put paprika on your uh, on your on your poached eggs? Well, that's I that. always remember them on deviled eggs, but I don't remember paprika on. Oh, that was a thing. Right? Every time I used to go to like these little diners, they used to put the uh, you get poached egg, put the poached eggs on top of hash. That's my favorite breakfast. And then you uh, they put paprika on top. Ah. But uh, they don't, well, they don't now, do that anymore. Too close, yeah. Well, I got a question. First of all, where do you get the yeah. hash? Do you make your own hash? What? Oh. At times I do. Yeah, sometimes I do. Well, I did one day. Like if I get leftover corned beef, or like roast beef or something, like a brisket or something like that, I'll just chop it up real fine. Get my cutting board. I'll get an onion and uh, my potato, and I just chop it up. And what I do is before I put the hash in a beat it, I get a pan. I put a little bit of water in the in the pan with the potato, and I'll put, like, salt, pepper, you know, a lot of butter, and just cover it up and let it simmer. And I'll cook the potato, then drain off the water, and then I mix my other stuff with it. And sometimes I make my own hash. But today, I did the, uh, I, I was in a hurry, so I did the uh, the canned stuff. What is that, Hormel? Is that the, uh... I, yeah, I, I like the Mary Kitchen. Don't buy the market basket, corned beef. I don't know what that is. Don't do that. That's not good. <laughs> It's got, I don't, it's got too much, like, liquid or fat, and it, it makes me nervous. But, um, you know, you know what, you, you know what's funny? I, I had, I had bought some, um, you know, sausage with buffalo and eggs at McDonald's. I had some leftover, right? I had the, the biscuit with the, with the sausage. I put it in the fridge. I had it in there for nine days. I took it out. I put it in the microwave. It tasted the same. That's how much preservatives are in that food. People are like, you're going to die. I go, no, it tastes the same. It's just loaded with, you know, spice. <laughs> I can't throw food away, Tom. I'm Italian. You can't throw food away. Oh, my God. 
you know, what I don't understand, I mean, we were having fun, you know, just in a regular conversation. But for somehow, some reason, when we decided to do a podcast, each time, you, you are, you are, you, that's better than some of your stand-up things right now. Oh, yeah, my, my stand-up career is in the toilet, you know that. I have it, you know, it's horrible. Well, I can't stand, I don't want to do stand-up anymore. I just want to, uh, it's boring to me. It's, it's just, I don't know. Well, again, you're, you know, well, one of the things we're talking about is, <laughs> I'm glad, this is a good segue, because we were talking about the fact that uh, nobody knows who we are. We're building, you know, get a phone to a club, get a phone to But, you know, now they, they throw us in the theater, right? So we we got more followers now than in my career of going to stand up. I've done stand up for twenty something years, twenty six years. I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I don't only outlast comedy rooms. I outlast the buildings. Like this, there's, there's a there's a there's a comedy room, a restaurant. It becomes four restaurants. They bulldoze it down. <laughs> I outlast buildings. That's how long I've been doing this. <laughs> Comics have died. I mean, everything. I mean, presidents, I've been doing this forever. And no one knows who I am. Nobody. I can walk down the street <laughs> and run somebody, run somebody over my car. They still wouldn't know who I am. Yeah. You're right, because there were comedy clubs, lots of them. Yeah. And, and people went to those pretty religiously, you know. They would go back yeah. every week because it'd be good shows. And there's no, you know, they were actually advertising. They advertised it for a month, you know, the upcoming schedule. And, you know, people would see the name and it, it, they liked you, so they brought their friends back. And, you know, yeah. it, it moved forward. But now, you know, now you play a theater, a movie house. Yeah, and, and let's 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 correct this. Not a theater like you know the Madison Square Garden. This is like a theater, and in one of the rooms they don't show movies. They they don't have enough, you know, film. You know, they they ran out of projectors, and you know it's it's, it's a sixth place you know theater. But they only bought five projectors. So rather than buy a new projector, they they have comedy, and then and that's who we are. They put us in that room. So like tell people like you you like when you go to the movies. And you're watching a movie, but pretend the screen's not there, and there's a guy telling jokes. You'd be like, no, that's ridiculous. The next thing is that the next thing our booking agent will be doing is we'll be booking uh, comedy at Market Basket. We'll be in aisle nine, you know what I'm saying? Right next to the cold cup. So have us in there to put a, you know, you can look. It doesn't get a lot of flow through there. Like the organic section of Market Basket. You know, people don't, they, they buy the strong enough. They buy the white trash stuff that I eat. And then they, but, you know, aisle nine, there's nothing there. So they'll put comedy, you know, get people to come in and buy their, their stroganoff, you know. I don't know. Uh, hey. uh, or, or comedy at the car wash. Yeah, that would be good, right. Yeah, just, you know, there's an empty zone. There's always an empty bay. You know, we'll just, have to, we'll just have to pause the show, have a break, you know, when a guy wants to come in and wash his Suburban, you know. But other than that, we'll be okay. Or Jiffy you know? Lube. Jiffy Lube would be good. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, right. You're waiting in line at Jiffy Loop, and the guy can do his act. He'll set up a, you know, get a generator, hook up the sound system, and uh, there you go. It's, it's the, the business possibilities are endless. 
Yeah, well, it's, and you know, and then now it's, you know, especially in the Northeast, because it's, and especially in Massachusetts, we're very liberal now, and people are going to be standing there, but the comedy police, the dope police are going to be there, to make sure that you're, you know, you're not offensive. Yeah, well, the, the good thing now, I mean, the places I play is so obscure, and I don't give a care, so I, I just, uh, if I offend people, I'm thrilled. I, I don't really care. <laughs> You know, like, uh, I'm offended. You're well, already VFW Hall. Get over it, okay? Well, now back to food because, um, you know, we we talk about, uh, it's a phrase, there's a, I'm thinking about the title of this, a bunch of laughs at the fridge is cold. Yeah, it's nice. There's so much stuff, yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know, you, you could go home and you could see people, like, and I don't want to pick on women, but there's always the thing that sometimes I go, I, you go home, what, what do we eat? Oh, I, I forgot to take something out. What do, you, I don't, what do you mean you forgot to take something? How do you forget you're going to eat? Like, you get up in the morning, it's the morning, right? It's 7 o'clock. You, 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 it's six hours you're going to eat dinner. You forgot. How do you forget you're going to eat dinner? It's like saying, uh, Tom, you go to work, you got a job, uh, you tell your boss, I forgot to come. I forgot I was working today. Like, I forgot to take something out. That's called for, go go get some takeout. That's what that means. <laughs> and the takeout thing, Tom, I can't wait till this pandemic is over. First of all, every day I got to wrestle with a mask. Who even knows if it's freaking doing anything, right? And and I got to go out. We, we're going to pay top dollar for food. We get takeout, 50 bucks for two people. And I'm eating on plastic you know, contains. I want to sit and I want to eat on plates, and I want someone to bring me the food. Oh, I, I never. I used to. My mother would do that growing up. She'd be like, "Go get some. It's a treat for tonight. We're gonna get some takeout. Go get it." I had to get in the car, go pick it up, bring it home, take it out. Thing. How was that a treat for me? It's a treat for you. Someone brought it to you, right? Well, so I got to go out, buy the food, bring the food home, take it out. <laughs> I don't know. I, there was a guy, there was, Tom, I'm watching Chronicles the other day. There's a, there's a gourmet restaurant, right? The guy is selling filet mignon and all this fancy stuff, and they put it on, on, on the plastic, and they seal it up, and they bring it to the guy's house. I think, oh, my God, this is amazing. How could that taste good? Can you imagine getting a, a, a piece of steak? You put the steak in the plastic. It's still cooking. You know steak is still cooking, right? So you close up the lid. The steam goes up. It's going to make it taste horrible. You know? I don't know. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's true. That's, uh, yeah, it's styrofoam. It's not even plastic. It's styrofoam. It, it's, um, yeah, so hopefully this will be over so we'll get a shot so we can go back out and eat and get bad service at the restaurant. It'll be perfect. Well, worse, you just said you know, you're talking about going home and there's nothing to eat. But you, the real reason I wanted to start this podcast, we were both talking about the past. Oh, because that thing that you need the leftover for yourself that nobody likes, you know, whatever it is. And right. you're going to come home and you're going to eat that. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. But that's not going to happen because when you get home, it's gone. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It just You know, what possesses them, you know, to just go in and take that thing that day that you, it's always when you want it the most. That it's not oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that just drives me nuts. It's the people, you, 
You get the full like, like I, I got, I got a place I go. I go, I go get veal, like a provini cut veal. So I'll go make veal parmesan. It's always extra, right? So I make it. I put it in the. In the, 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 the I have the nice containers, like what they do with the takeout place. You know, black with the clear lid. And I put my veal palm in there, and then I'm driving around all day. And I'm thinking about that all day. That's all I think about. I go, I'm going to go home and eat the veal palm. And then you go home, you open the fridge, and someone ate it. Like, how, why is that even, if you did that in our office, they'd fire you. You, you can't do that. You know, then, then what do you do? You go home, you're like, you ate my dinner. Oh, I was hungry. Well, what do I do now? I don't know. We'll get some takeout. Oh, yeah. And then I'm eating the freaking McDonald's after, you know, I'm missing out on my uh, veal parmesan. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, um, we want to... People don't know that you're a, a very imaginative stuff. And that's part of your business. You actually go around doing the meat. You can't buy it anywhere else. You they don't sell it. They sell it. That's not. But you have a man, you know, like, like I said, the fridge is all mine. You probably, like, what about one of the samples that we made that's just been in and, uh, you know, that's the palami, that's the you know, you put it in the pan, oh, that's. Oh, we're making the uh, what I talked about today. I, I cook all the time. I, I missed the first part. I, my truck needs an exhaust system. I couldn't hear. <laughs> oh, oh, what I cooked? We're talking about cooking today. The um, what? Oh, the the um, the hash or what we're we talking about? No, there was it was a couple of about two weeks ago. You talked about a sandwich you went in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made a, I made a, a salami and cheese sandwich and stuff. What I did was I had some leftover. I grew up about the uh, the nice romaine mixed lettuce and stuff. So I had yeah. Italian bread, and I get the Italian bread, and I I put some butter on it. I preheat the oven, and I, what I do is I layer the uh, you got to layer the salami. You put the cheese on top, and I put when it was come out, I put Italian dressing with the mayonnaise. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> like tomato. Yeah. That's fun. This is what it, this is what he ever said. I didn't tell you about this. Yeah, there's a place down the street from my house called we just opened up called Nellie's, right? And the, and the guy has this thing on his website. You know, I'm, I was a meat man. I used to cut the meat, stuff like that. So a little small place. So I'm, I'm curious, right? And I can't find a good steak and cheese. This is what keeps me up nice. There's no good steak and cheese place. Give it a set. Every steak and cheese place is mediocre, right? And burgers the same thing. Burgers, some places are good, some places are bad. But, you know, burgers, okay. But steak and cheese, you can't get a go. They all taste the same. You go to the Greek place, they throw it on the grill, and they're chopping it up to death with those two knives. They get those those uh, samurai <laughs> knives. They're, they're chopping up the. You're like, what are you doing? Like, what? You know, if they didn't put cheese in there, you'd die. I get the steak bomb because with the peppers and the, all that, at least you could eat it, right? No one makes a good like layered steak, anything like that. So the guy has a steak. He goes, I I cut my own meat. His name's Nelly. So I knock on the door. There's an older guy come in the store. He goes, I go, are you Nelly? He goes, yeah. I go, no kid. I go, I'm glad I ran into you. I go, now, tell me about the meat. What What do you do with it? I had to have him, it's a sub shop. I, I, he did. He goes, I said, if I was to get the steak or the burger, what should I get? He goes, I'll tell you what I'll make for you. He says, I'll make a burger. He grinds the burger, and then he sliced the steak paper thin. He put the steak on top of the burger. So it was a steak with the burger, with cheese and all that. It was freaking unbelievable. 
Wow. Yeah, well, that's service. That's a guy. I, I go. I, that, same, I'm going to give it a plug. A place called Nellie's in Haverhill. You walk in a place. It, it's a sub shop. This isn't fine dining. It's a sub shop, sandwich place. It's a little restaurant. And he made me something to order. He goes, "I'll make a steak. I'll put this. I'll make it for you." I go, "That's beautiful." <laughs> Try that at Wendy's. I mean, you can't. They won't do it. You know, go to Wendy's. You put a little steak with the dough. No, no. You're lucky oh. you get the order right. Uh, I love I love stuff like that. I love to see somebody have a place, whatever it is, and they're into it. You know what I mean? They love it. They have a passion for it. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Anybody who's got passion, you know, we all benefit when people have passion. Yes, that's the place I want to give my business to. I, I, want, I want to go in there. Yeah, I, I've talked to, on the show before about, you know, drive up window and go up to the service you get. <laughs> Did I ever talk about the time with the change? Did I talk about that before? Oh, there's how the change fell down. It didn't fall down, Tom. She threw it. She, I, I'm, up, I'm so close to the side of the window that I could reach in and smack her on the side of the head. I would never do that. I mean, I mean she's right there. We, she, she was closer than some relationships I've had. She was right there, and I stick my hand in, you know, and 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 she goes to hand me the change, and she misses it and falls in between the door and the building. Now I can't open the door to get the change, so I just looked at her like. Did that even look? She looked at me like, "What do you want me to do about it?" I don't know. Give me some change. <laughs> She's looking at me like, "Suck it up, bitch." I'm like, "What? What is that? What was that? That's your job. You you take the order. She even take the order. She she just hands the food out. You know, I didn't know she puts it in the back. I think she just hands me it, rings it up, and hands me the change. That's like the third part of her job, <laughs> right? And 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 she just looked at me like, "What do you want me to do about it?" There's nothing I can do about it. And this is the argument that I'm laughing about. Like the the, the the government's talking about now, they want to raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. I think it's what is it, seven fifty now or something? Yes. If if I, I don't, some people aren't worth the seven fifty. I've read I, I read <laughs> some these. They really aren't. They should be paying us. I mean, I'm telling you, <coughs> I don't get you don't see this great service. Like, well, you know, these people are trying to make a living. If you're if you're handing out change at McDonald's. And you're trying to raise a family. You, but you, you. I don't know. Where do you find these wives? You know, honey, we, we what are we gonna do? Well, I work at McDonald's. I hand out change to, to you know, obscure comics. Well, I'll marry you. Are you kidding me? Sure, we're off with the god though. Are you kidding me? What are you? You gotta raise a family. You gotta raise it to fifteen an hour. Oh yeah, in Boston, you don't have a lucrative life with a fifteen bucks an hour raising three or four kids. You know. <laughs> I just bought my eight hundred thousand dollar cotton condo. You know, I'm working I at McDonald's and I, I drive Uber on the side. I thought this would be funny. I had no idea how funny you're. All, you're all fired up today. You. Uh, I'm you always a... that crazy. Yeah, it, it just is. It, it's. I'm always fired. Well, the the weather is just driving me crazy right now because yeah. I'm trying to. I want to plant a garden this year. And I, how, do you, how the hell does a farmer make it right now? This weather, and you say there's no climate change. There's a climate change pump because this morning it was freaking raining in 40 degrees. I'm roasting right now. It's sun out and it's like 80. This isn't a matter of hours. This isn't like days. This is this morning. I got up, I'm out, I'm freezing, I got a cold on. Like, how do you plant? How do you know when to plant your tomatoes? I don't know. We do this every year. You know, we're going to do our planting. When I was growing up, you used to do your plant, you know, April. You know, April was nice and normal, and 
you know, you can start planting. Now we have rain and snow in April. And then in May for us, it's 100. You know, and then you're like scurrying to the, the do your planting. You know, oh you, you go to Home Depot, you got to go buy your planting and the, the box, you know, the, all the stuff you need. And it just gets cleaned out because the people are waiting for the, the sun to come out. And they buy up everything. Then you plant the stuff, and the stuff doesn't grow right because the plant goes, I don't know, I'm not used to this. <laughs> stuff freezes at night. Um, Pat, I, I don't think I can laugh anymore. I, uh, you know, we, we, uh, this is just now. We do have a gold mine here, a gold mine of laughs. Um, and uh, I can't thank you. I, I'm, I can't wait to talk this with put it up and put it up in the same place. But yes, we've got all of the craziness. You know, forget about COVID, forget about politics, and just laugh. That's the, well, that's the news. It drives me crazy. I can't watch the news anymore. I, I just watch Netflix all the time. Because it's the same stuff. It's like it's like COVID. And now they're, now they're, now they're now people are getting shot. It never is positive. It, you know, people are getting shot. Now you get vaccines anywhere. The other day I was standing in line. A guy hit me with a needle. They're, they're, they're everywhere. You get, you get vaccines everywhere. You, 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 you buy a double cheeseburger and they throw in vaccine. I mean, it, it's everywhere. You get vaccines. Shot every, and it's, like a, it's like a thing now. You know what I mean? Like, did you get your shot yet? I got my shot. I'm on my second shot. No, I didn't get my shot yet. Why didn't you get your shot yet? I've been busy. I'll go get it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to get my shot. Tom. I'm going to wait till like, second week of May. They'll be paying me to get a shot. There'll be so many shots. You know, I don't want to go on. I don't want to go on. I don't come. I don't want to go online and deal with the the, the website and trying to schedule it. And then I got to go there. And then they run out. No, I'm gonna wait till CBS has so much of it that they they throw me in with band aids. It's, it's great. Get some, you know, I want to be the guy standing. Can I get a shot while they're waiting in line? Sure, get a shot. I'm done. Two more weeks, Tom, and we're all done. You get a shot. So the, the the news has nothing to complain about because the people are getting shots now and. You know, numbers are going down. They hate that. The numbers are going down. Well, of course they're going down. People are getting shot, and it's springtime. People are out of their freaking cave. They're out doing things. Like, what happened? You know, they're like, India! India is falling apart. Ah, ah. They go, oh, there's, there's a spike in India. If you've been to India, it's a freaking cesspool. It's disgusting. There's 8 billion people living in one mile. Of course this disease is spreading. I don't know. I don't know. What I don't know. Is. I'm just saying they, 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 the news is so negative. Then they talk about that. <laughs> they talk about imagine being a cop now. I can't even imagine being a cop right now because that's all that. I mean, it's like anyone gets stopped. It's on the news. I don't know what Tom. Where are these cameras? Who, who's the time to film cops? I'm busy. <laughs> like, where do these cameras? Where, where do these cameras come? What are these people doing? What are they cruising and chasing them with a with a what a, Wait a minute, we have, we, we, honey, we have to go to the wedding. Wait, there's a cop. We're going to follow him. He might pull somebody over. And oh, my just God. Pull, right? I did, every week there's somebody. And, I mean, I, there's a lot of bad stuff with the cops. I mean, I, but, I mean, statistically, they probably pull over 8 million people a day. Right? <laughs> Trust me, they pull me over all the time. They 8 million a day. And nothing happens. And then, you know, they got to us. I... I couldn't take the scrutiny, Tom. I couldn't. You know, imagine you got a job, you're working at McDonald's, there's a camera. Oh, my God. The guy screwed up his order. I mean, 
I wouldn't want to be a cop right now, would you? I couldn't take it. No. <laughs> oh, forget about it. I'd retire. I'd just go, I'm done. I'm not, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I can't deal with this anymore. I, I, I would just I would sleep in my cruiser. I would just let people drive. People go to 100. Good luck. I got two years left. I'm done. That's probably what the cops about to retire, though. You know, you know they're always the stop of the, you know, all the guys get killed, the young cops. The older cops, you don't see them being killed. They're not, they're sleeping. Oh. They're, they're in the. No, my, I have cops that are friends. They tell me. If you ever, ever driving, ever driving, and you see a cruiser parked, like, at a school, like, after hours or somewhere, <laughs> And you go, is he on surveillance? No, he's napping. That's where they go. <laughs> the sergeants will tell them, mate, don't park like way off. Park like, you know, so it doesn't look obvious. But take a nap. I mean, you know. <laughs> so I grew up in North Denver. There's nothing going on in North Denver at 2 in the morning. Nothing. There's nothing, you know. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Huh. You have small towns. What is there to do? Take a nap. <laughs> Pat. I've, I've got to end this because I don't. I, 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 when I load this, if this, if it goes to. Tom, when I when I get a muffler for my Toyota, I'm telling you, the show will get better because I can even hear you better. It's, it's I got a I got a hole in my muffler. I got to get that thing fixed. <laughs> I'm, I got I got I got four friends, Tom. Four friends that are mechanics, right? Yeah. And, and they do the same thing. They go they go. Oh, all it needs is a little. Uh, would you, I can weld that. It'll, t- it'll take five minutes. Yeah, and then that's it. Where are they to weld it? They're never around. <laughs> oh, I can I can fix that. Call me next week. There, that's it. This, the truck has had a hole in the muffler for eight months. No one helps. <laughs> and this is they why you, they tell me how easy it is. Oh, it's easy. This is why you get pulled over. Yeah, I get pulled over because I get a loud exhaust. I like when well, my friend's a mechanic. The cop goes, "Why that makes sense?" That's right. Oh my God, Pat, I am exhausted from laughing. Thank you so much. Uh, no problem. This is, this is a gold mine. We'll, 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 uh, hey, you're going to have fun. You know? a lot these days. So. Well, All right, Tom. I got a, what's that? You have a beautiful rest of the day, Pat. Thank you. You too, you too bro. I got to go. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> well, that was it. That was uh, Pat Napoli at his best. I think you'll agree. And we're... Um, Right down to the wire. This is uh, this is it, folks. It's over. Thanks for joining us. That's Lunch and Laughs with Pat Napoli and Tom Hayes. God bless you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 